0: What makes you feel known? And do you, in fact, feel known? Do you feel like people get you? That they understand you? Do you feel like people know what is special about you? Do you feel like people judge you rightly, correctly, accurately? Or do you feel like somebody that nobody or very few really knows. We can ponder these questions or we can shove them aside, but here's the thing. Whether or not we ask, answer, think about, or deal with these questions ourselves, our kids are dealing with these. They may not be articulating the sentiments or talking about whether or not they feel known, but I guarantee you, if they haven't already, they are going to be dealing with these core human issues of whether or not they feel seen and known or unknown and alone. And if not them at any given time or season, then their friends or their social circles. If I didn't think that was true before, I definitely think it now. There are so many things that 2020 brought to the surface. Why is it? that in the midst of an international health crisis when people are worried about a deadly disease, so many people, including teenagers and young adults, are taking their own lives? Why is it that when social media so connects our lives that loneliness is attested to be at an all-time high, even amongst the next generation? And now, here we are, going into a new year. We're starting 2021, and we hope a new season. There's so much we don't know. Still, even as I record this, my family doesn't know if our youngest kids are going back to school next week. You may be hanging in the unknown of that balance, too. As 2021 begins, I think our society isn't sure whether to jump for joy or cower in fear. There are so many unknowns, but sometimes we individually feel unknown too. And so, with this, I'm convinced it's a powerful, important time for us to talk about the truth of God's Word and what Scripture has to say to us about our identity. As we dive into this particular conversation, I want to say that I believe this is as important a meditation for us, that is for you and for me, as it is for them, that is those entrusted to us. So with that, hello, Happy New Year. My name is Tasha Williams, and I want to say welcome to this episode. This is a resource made available through the ministry of Family Disciple Me, and it accompanies discipleship conversations and resources, which are available at familydiscipleme.org. You can find the link in the show notes below. This is the first official podcast of the new year, and I'm so glad you're taking the time to be a part as we focus on the first. Truth of the Here I Am, Send Me series. In our last podcast episode, we introduced the discipleship conversation that laid the foundation for this series, which starts in Isaiah 6 8. And you may remember that in Old Testament times, the prophet Isaiah had the amazing privilege of seeing the Lord. And this is what he wrote about that experience. He said, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. In the last discipleship conversation, the adventure begins, we talked about that adventure of going and living for God. I think it's wonderful and powerful and important for us to say, Here I am, send me to God. We have just one life. And the creator of the universe is calling for people who will live it as an adventure with and for Him. We want to go where He wants us to go. We want to be His testimonies, to be His witnesses. But as I go, as I say, here I am, exactly who am I? As you go about your life, as you say to God, here I am, send me. Who exactly are you? What are the truths about this person that God is sending? Now, Family Disciple Me is a discipleship organization, and we talk a lot about seeking God and then speaking Him into the lives of those entrusted to us. This is the heart of being sent. But prior to saying, here I am, send me, we want to know who I am, who is being sent. So from Isaiah 6, 8, the here I am, send me. We dive right into the four truths from Psalm 139. I summarize these in this little poem that really can be a mnemonic device for this important chapter of the Bible. That mnemonic device, that poem is this. I am completely known. I am never alone. I am wonderfully designed. I am on God's mind. I encourage you to teach yourself and those entrusted to you this little poem. My kids and I are memorizing it. I'm also going to encourage you and my kids to memorize all of Psalm 139 this month. But if you at least memorize these four phrases of this little poem, if you can get your kids to memorize these four lines and believe them, they will affect the rest of your lives. This week, we focus on the first line, I am completely known. Now, the chapter, as well as the topic that we are highlighting in our discipleship conversations this month, they've been reverberating in my heart for about a year now. I memorized the chapter, Psalm 139, way back years ago when I was in college, but about this time last year, it took on new levels of significance for me. Something about God's word does that. He continues to use it in our lives. But here's how that happened with this particular chapter. Back in early 2020, I took a nationally recognized personal assessment test. This test came highly recommended to me, and it's designed to really give test takers an in-depth view of themselves. I decided to take the test myself so I could better understand me and identify the strengths and the traits that I have. The test allots about 20 minutes to answer about, I don't know, 75-ish questions, each of which have two options of answers to choose from. The test is short so that you're supposed to just give your gut reaction and not think about it too much. Thing is, the answers weren't black and white for me. For some of the questions, both answers were equally true. And then for other questions, neither answer was true for me. I did the best I could as I quickly tried to answer all the questions. Then I submitted it to receive my results. I'm not quite sure what I expected from that test. I think I just wanted a better understanding of what I already know about myself. But to my chagrin, some things I've always thought are true of me weren't even in the top of what it said is true about me. That test unglued me. (laughs) My team taking the test alongside of me, they got the weight of my angst because really those test results, they struck me to the core. How could it be that things that I knew and have known and that other people have known about me didn't even show up in my top 10. That test, which by all accounts is one of the best there is, it nailed me wrong. And I really struggled with this. It really took the foundation out from under me, like making me question myself if I'd been fooling myself about who I am my whole entire life. Ultimately, though, that angst and that chagrin, it led me back to Psalm 139. The chapter that we're looking at this month, I found so much hope and comfort in the fact that God says He knows me. He knows the nuances of me that cannot be summed up in either answer A or answer B. He knows how I tick. He knows why I think the way I think. He knows my backstory. He knows why I respond the way I do. No 20 minute human test. Can completely know me, but God knows. He knows me and He knows you. His word says, O oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O oh Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in. Before and behind, and lay your hand upon me, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Through this scripture, God is saying he knows everything about us. He knows where we've been and where we're going. He knows what we've said and what we're about to say. He knows our habits, our likes, our dislikes, our character traits, and our personalities. Why does this matter? Well, people may misunderstand us. They may not appreciate us. They may refuse to get to know us. However, God knows everything about us, and He wants us to be close to Him. Some things in our lives may feel so personal that we won't even admit them to those closest to us. Talk about teenagers. They don't always tell us the tea. However, We don't have to hide our questions, our doubts, our worries, our fears from God. He knows them anyway. So when God says, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And we say, here I am, send me. We can be confident that he completely knows us. He knows what you're good at. He knows what you're dealing with and where you are. Alone can make a difference in this world. You're not just some random person. You're his beloved, wanted, known child. I cannot tell you how much this encourages me. And I know it's silly that a test really got me last year, but it led me to the scriptures so that it encouraged me so deeply last year to know how much God knows me. And as I seek the Lord about this truth, it gives me something to speak into the lives of those entrusted to me, to speak into the lives of my teenagers who are dealing with all the unknowns flying at them right now, to speak into the young woman who comes to me for counseling about her relationships, to speak into the life of the single mom who's talking to me about the nuances of her lonely life, the truth that I am completely known, it spills over into encouragement that I can say you are completely known too. God loves you. He cares about you. He is for you. In the next discipleship conversation with Family Disciple Me, we're going to talk about the truth. I am never alone. But for now, let's sit in this first truth. We are completely known by our God who doesn't just know us like an acquaintance. He's not just a test giving us A and B answers. He searches us out. He sees when we get up in the morning and when we sit down. He considers our thoughts, searches our paths, and completely knows our habits. He knows what's going to come out of our mouths an hour from now. Come to think of it, he knew what I was going to say in this podcast before I even knew it and recorded it. He is before us And behind us, and he lays his hand on us, perhaps as if to say, Slow down. Let me walk with you into the unknowns, friend. I know you. I know where you're going, and I care about you. Oh, friend, may the depths of your soul be encouraged by this truth. And may you encourage others with this as we walk into a new year and a new season. It may be entirely unknown. But we are completely known. Praise God. May you bask in that and share that with others this week.